This is Unexpected with Hannah Love. In this podcast, you will gain a new perspective of how God loves you enough to call you to things that you couldn't have imagined for yourself. A year or two back, we had this woman come up to the door of our house. She had a notepad, a three-ring binder, and a pitch. She had obviously been walking door-to-door, and the general idea was that a certain nonprofit was supplying fresh local produce to the underserved communities in our area. The business plan made sense, and I was also aware of the great needs of our town in that regard. And the way that the model worked was by buying produce in bulk. There were three levels of giving, and the big observation for me was a notepad that she had that was full of signatures from my neighbors, several of whose names I recognized. I visited with the woman, listening to her story, and even got to share about my podcast. It was a lengthy exchange. I bought a package and shared some final words of encouragement before she left. The following day, there was a post on a local neighborhood app that was alerting folks about this scam. My heart sank as I saw the name and a screenshot of the company's website. I had been taken advantage of. My immediate response was embarrassment, but after I called and had the payment canceled, I remember talking to my husband and saying, with all my heart, you know, I would have given her that money. If I had known that she was struggling, and if she had just been honest and genuine, I would have given her that money. It made me sad. She had obviously been working with others who had dropped her and her companion on our street, and the need was evident. And it just made me so, so sad. For weeks, I would go on to think about this, not because of the embarrassment and not because I was angry, but rather I thought about all those other people on the list who had also been taken advantage of. I thought of those, and beyond that, I thought of people around the world who have, in any way, been taken advantage of. There are obviously levels of deception, levels of betrayal, levels of theft, or just plain malice. And honestly, over the course of my life, I've had a fair share. But the one thing that it never did was harden my heart. In fact, I spoke about this on one of my first episodes, but my sweet mama told me one time that she always prayed for my heart to remain soft, that I wouldn't become hard-hearted in this world. Lord knows I had reason to. With a past of abusive, controlling, and manipulative relationships, I could easily have taken the path of a hard heart. Thank goodness for praying mamas and thank goodness for our precious Jesus who lived the picture of an open-hearted life. You see, the fruits of those ugly things, those betrayals or injustices, they can be just as ugly. They can yield to bitterness, offense, or an overall sense of being jaded. In other words, our hearts can harden. But what if? What if Jesus had hardened his heart? What if after all the mocking, the ridicule, the rejection, what if after all he endured, he turned and walked away because of a hard heart? You know, he had every opportunity. If you need a reminder, just go back and listen to episode number 26 on rejection. 
But the thing is, Jesus didn't harden his heart. It would appear rather that he allowed God the Father to access his heart at all times. The Bible is full of passages on a hard heart. We don't always know how people got to that point, but I think it's safe to assume that enough time in a broken world can lead you to that point. Matthew 13, 15 says, For the hearts of these people are hardened, and their ears cannot hear, and they have closed their eyes, so their eyes cannot see, and their ears cannot hear, and their hearts cannot understand, and they cannot turn to me and let me heal them. Gosh, that's so powerful. The one act of closing off your heart will directly affect every area of your life, spiritually and emotionally. A hard heart will prevent you from seeing God, hearing His truth, understanding His Word and His ways, and ultimately, it separates them from their Creator. The saddest point to me is that when someone has a hard heart, God is unable to heal them. You know, the younger me probably would have rationalized that you can just compartmentalize. You can just close off your heart to the world and remain soft towards God. But that just isn't how it works. You cannot separate the posture of your heart. You see, God actually works in and through people in the world. If you miss that, you'll miss Him. Here's the good news. We have one who came before us to model the way. There are numerous instances in the Bible showing Jesus turning away from a posture of offense. For example, the time he goes to his own hometown and is rejected by the very people who watched him grow up. What did he do? He left and simply began to preach, teach, and heal elsewhere. The religious group schemed against him, always trying to catch him in a legal mistake. Even his own disciple Peter denied him three times. The other thing I think about is how crowds followed him wherever he went. Many followed him just to be spectators, and others followed in hopes of being healed. Either way, it would be difficult to have hundreds of eyes on you at all times with just as many expecting something. I would think it would be very difficult for someone in that position not to feel used over and over. The ultimate example, of course, is how Jesus allowed those soldiers to mock him, beat him, and spit on him, putting a crown of thorns on his head. He forgave them even as they broke his body and gambled for his garments. It's hard to imagine, but he did. In fact, I want to share these verses in Luke that Jesus exemplified throughout his ministry. Luke 6, 27 through 30 says, But I say to you who hear, love your enemies and do something wonderful for them in return for their hatred. When someone curses you, bless that person in return. When others mistreat and harass you, accept it as your mission to pray for them. To those who despise you, continue to serve them and minister to them. If someone takes away your coat, give them as a gift your shirt as well. When someone comes to beg from you, give that person what you have. When things are wrongly taken from you, do not demand they be given back. Do you know, I think that this message and these practices could be some of the most life-changing, but also some of the most difficult to act upon. You know why? Everything in these three verses directly contradict human nature itself. Human nature is selfish, self-serving, and self-centered. 
It stands to reason, then, that any wrong against us becomes more about ourselves than the action that has transpired. Truth be known, taking offense can sometimes even be an indicator that something is broken within our own selves. Now, I know that isn't always the case. There can certainly be cases for righteous anger. Remember Jesus flipping over the tables? However, most instances that ignite feelings of offense or anger should be met with the unthinkable. You've got to step out of yourself and treat that person the way God Himself would treat you, with kindness, compassion, and with grace. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's anything but natural. Truly, it is dying to yourself, dying to the old man. You, as a child of God and a co-heir with Jesus, are made new. The price was paid for you, for your sin, for your shame, your mistakes, your failures, and all of your iniquities. They were paid for with the blood of Jesus. You are redeemed and made a new man. That new man must then begin to respond according to the Spirit of God residing inside rather than responding with the mind or feelings of the old man. This is the act of sanctification. This is a part of the steady transformation to become more like Christ to bring heaven to earth, to make earth as it is in heaven. I mean, how much more can we display the glory of God than by living out the supernatural love He has asked us all to extend? And the only reason we even have that is because He gave it to us first. How dare we withhold the very thing He bestowed to us? Think about every single touching movie where the bad guy does something horrible to the main character, and the response is usually, to do the right thing. And what is the right thing? To respond in love. It is always, always after a culmination of those moments that the bad guy sees and, if it's a good movie, is moved by that act. They see the good. And even if they don't, someone in the film sees it and is changed by what they saw. Even the world recognizes goodness that isn't natural. And that, my friends, is the message here today. I took a long way around to get here, but it's as simple as that. Remaining open-hearted will ultimately lead you to a life-changing impact. Living with a soft heart is honoring to God. It is a witness. Not only that, but walking away from offense, from bitterness, from anger, and from rejection— That will free you from the snare of Satan's trap, the trap of selfishness and living like the old man. And I will end with this because I think it's a beautiful promise that God attaches, not only to wisdom, but also to acting according to His Word. Proverbs 19.11 says, A person's wisdom makes him slow to anger, and it is his glory to overlook an offense. Do you know what that means? It means you, in your born-again life, are able to display a bright and pure peace of God's glory. He is made known in that situation. He is made known, and that blesses whoever witnesses, and it blesses whoever acted in obedience to His Word. Now that is a heck of a promise. Today, I just wanted to share this little encouragement with each of you. Don't allow the enemy to come in and make you bitter. Don't allow the enemy to plant seeds of offense. 
Instead, live out the most shocking and unexpected truths. Love them, pray for them, and watch as God transforms your heart and your life because you chose to honor Him above your own feelings. When a hard heart is softened, God is able to come in and heal, and the fruit of that will reach far beyond you. I love y'all. I hope this message finds you right where you are today. God will be in it. He'll work through you, and He'll change the lives of all who see. Thank you so much for listening today. If this episode has encouraged you, please feel free to share the show with your family and friends. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world today, and my hope is that this show is a candle in the dark.